J.T. Crowley is Talking Books. On this show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, I'm J.T. Crowley. And I'm delighted to have on my show today, Timothy Green, a British author, to talk about his book, My Sweet Aroma, which is a collection of poems from his previous books, The Sale, The Face, along with 70 new poems. When you ask him, where is his home? He'll probably answer you by saying, with his poems. And as you can see on the screen, uh, there are two people here. Yes, you've got Timothy, and then we've got his fiancée, Lena. And uh, she's come to join us because she knows just as bad as much as what's in the book as Tim does. Welcome onto the show, you two. Tim, can you tell us a little about yourself, you know, where you're from, and why you've written the book? Hello, John. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Um, my literary journey started at junior school um, at the age of nine and ten. I showed promise early on. Um, and from then on, it, it was a bit of a sketchy journey. Um, went to a state school, didn't get on well there. I didn't feel I was being taught what I, what I needed to be taught. Um, so I got out of state school with a very with an average English grade. Um, and then I decided to join a grammar school for my AS levels. Um, did my AS levels, um, got a good, a good um, review of my work um, there. And um, I decided um, I wanted to join the Royal Air Force, and I did. Um, and after a period of a couple of years, I, I started developing a health issue, which meant I had to leave. So... Um, we are going somewhere with this, um, and basically, I got a medical discharge. And whilst in hospital, they give you a lot of therapy, like artistry, music, um, writing as well. So I really picked up speed at the end of my time in hospital. Um, and six books later, every, every book I say to Lena oh, this is my last book, I can't do any more. And that was about three books ago, wasn't it? <laughs> and every book I tell you, no, there's another one coming. Yeah, every book I write and I finish it and I get it in my hand from the publishers. Like, yeah, that's enough. Because uh, you put your all into these poems, you put all of your effort in and it's like uh, when you do publish one and then go on to another, it takes takes a lot of energy because of um, how I produce it. Um, I'm very fluent in how I write poetry. It flows from me and I've, you know, I don't stop until I've finished what I want to finish. But um, these days um, I'm, a, I'm not as active. Um, I'm, I'm self-published poet, which means I've paid to have the books done myself. Um, which is good because I've had 
a lot of input from the publishers, but ultimately most of it has been my decision on what was in the book, the cover, the price of the book. And um, with one of my latest books, I've got artworks in there as well, which is um, something I wanted to do for a while. Um, that's anointed and appointed. But um, my last book that's been published is called My... No, it wasn't his... Fruits of the Vine, Fruits of the Vine, yeah. of the Vine. Um, very good book, really pleased with it, I like the cover and um, they did what I wanted them yeah. to do basically, so yeah. So whereabouts in the UK do you come from? Okay, well I was born in Bromsgrove um, and I moved down south um, to live with my dad um, but now I'm in Medway in Kent. Um, my, my place is in Chatham. So I've got a one bedroom place in Chatham. Um, and I am on support. That's fine. And yeah, I find that, yeah. So you've loved writing yeah, so these poems. You love writing them. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. they are. They are a labour of love for me. Definitely, mm. they are a labour of love. And um, all the poems I write go in these books. So I'm not editing. I'm not crossing things out. I'm not saying, "Oh, I don't like that," because I like them all. They're all very beautiful in their own way. Okay, and they are everybody. I've read them. Timothy, when I look at your book, I got a deep impression that your faith uh, or spirituality is a fundamental part of your life and that many of the poems that you've beautifully constructed, some rhyming, some free verse, stem from this inner core of belief. Am I right? Absolutely, yes. Um, I thought I was right. Really Pardon? I thought I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what inspires so you yeah. to write these poems then, you know, from your spiritual life, your faithful life? What inspires you to write these poems? Okay, so um, I'll sit down with an idea um, and I believe, and this is true, that the inspiration comes from god um i i sit down and i write um i'll get a silent voice in my head you know just helping me along um i like to say that i'm the pen and god is the inspiration so i'm just the pen um god is the inspiration on these poems whatever mistakes there are in there is because i don't always listen fully to what he tells me but that's very rare, um, very rare, maybe a couple of times um, throughout the whole book. But, um, you know, I'm not I'm not perfect. I don't always do what I'm told. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I try to listen to God as much as I can when I'm writing. OK, let's have a look at some of these poems, shall we? Um, Tim, would you be kind enough 
um, you know, when I, the whole idea, everybody, of this podcast interview is not to give the whole book away, but it's to give a flavor of what Tim's poems and his works are about. Um, there's over 200 uh, poems um, or free verse messages in this book. So we're going to have a look at 10 of them. And this is just to give you all a flavor of what these poems sound like, read like. And if you want to find out more about them, then you can simply well go and buy the book, everybody. Um, okay. Tim, I would like to go to, because uh, when I first looked at the book, and I really thought uh, this poem, A Prayer for, your, for Our Brothers and Sisters in the Faith, is a beautiful poem. Would you care to read it? And yes. tell us briefly afterwards what it's about. Sure, sure, yes. It'll be a pleasure. Pleasure. It's called A Prayer for Our Brothers and Sisters in the Faith. And this is how it goes. However close or far away, we pray for your safe return to discern and turn to our Lord. Free from the sword and bought, precious lives to defend, families to stay bonded to each other. The murderers change or fall by their anger or hate. Weapons forged against us shall not prosper. Lord, we ask for your provision for our bodies, whether broken or dismembered. Fortune to follow us always. Christians truly portrayed in films and letters, records and dates, to remember what was done at no loss. Powerful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Lena? Well, what Tim is saying, what I find from this poem, is Tim is actually saying um, that as people in in the Lord, uh, he fights our fights for us, he defends us, he protects us. Whether It doesn't matter what goes on in the world. We know we have the faith to stand together and become, um, uh, we can become strong in God and we can become strong for God. Um, Christians truly portrayed in films and letters, this we do in everyday life. It's our, it's our actions as people, as people in the, in the Lord, it's the way we portray our lives, walking according to, as we know, our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is us portraying Jesus here on earth. And as Christians, we pull together as a body in Christ. I totally agree. You know, when I, I yes. you know, looked at the book, um, Tim, I loved this um, poem, this freestanding verse. Um, It's on page 17, everybody. It's Father, I Try. I'm going to read it. Skies soon from danger. Oh, cumbersome rain clouds. Clouding my vision. Systems drawing closer to you every day. Porcelain beauty braves the sun. Pockets of kindly king's gold. Treasures hidden. But I see them. I feel there is a sigh of relief. Father, I do try to tell you of the fear of telling my transgressions. Measured lessons mm. grow solid, but the Lord sees me as soft. 
my words are kind and gentle, nature as warm as the sun. I like that. It's very, um, you know, the reason why I picked that one out, I just thought it was very, um, you know, beautifully written and it has a very simple message. What is that message? Can you just tell the listeners and the viewers, Tim, Lena, what is that message in that poem? I know what it is, but I need you to tell the listeners. Okay. So here, um, in my opinion, I can see Jesus talking to his father here. Yeah. So, Father, I do try to tell you of the fear of telling my, oh, this is... um, Measured lessons grow solid, but the Lord sees me as soft. My words mm. are kind and gentle. Nature as warm as the sun. So, um, yeah, so... The words are very poignant, aren't they? Music. Yeah, and it's... Uh, sorry to interrupt here, but... Not at um, all. Finding, I'm finding in this poem, it's the beauty of Jesus, the regardless of what happens in your life the softness of jesus is always prevalent mm. his beauty he's you never find him getting angry with you you never find him being uh, harsh on you he's always soft he's always beautiful and you can approach him at any time um, mm. he's always yeah. gentle yeah that's what i get yeah um, you know i think we all agree on that one because i certainly agree with that um yeah. I like the, um, on page 50, My Teacher. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful poem. Would you care to read it to us? Yep. Number 50, My Teacher. I, I like the line, the hunt for salvation is finished with a single breath. Yeah. I thought that was lovely. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, so... I shall read on. Yeah. My teacher, how lovely to hear you. And I feel hopeful when you tell us we please you. Our fountain of youth, life poured out into us all. At times feeling so small. Faithful for us, the trust you want for you to bear the brunt. The hunt for salvation is finished with a single breath, close like the comfort of the breast's nest. What does that poem mean to you too? Okay, so so when I talk about the single breath, I would say it's an outward breath. So... Jesus gave up his last breath on the cross. He gave it up. No one took it from him. Um, no one killed Jesus. He gave his life willingly. Mm. And this is what everyone needs to know. Jesus loves us so much that he gave his life for his friends. And that is, yeah, that, um, so that's what that means, um, yeah. that line, yeah. yeah. Very significant, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, mm. and yeah. Uh, he's our teacher, so uh, it's we follow him. Walking with Jesus is not difficult. 
It's just being obedient and having faith. And you take little steps. Yes, you go backwards and you make mistakes, but he's always there to hold out his hand and pull you back to him. Mm. Um, oh, and I so agree. that's Because sometimes, you know, there are two paths. He gives you the yes. choice to go down the he left path does. or the right path. It's up to you. He certainly oh, does. Okay. And, um, yes, and this is a thing he's always there to welcome you back. Um, yeah. You know, and when you just go and say, Lord, I'm sorry, I know I didn't do right there, there's never going to be anything where he's going to say, look, I'm not talking to you, I'm whatever. He's always there really to, to, have, to hold you and yeah. to love you. Yeah, and that springs to mind the prodigal son story. I was going to say that. <laughs> I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah Lena's, um, Lena's much more versed on the Bible than I Oh, am. yes. So she's... I, I, I loved on um, page 56 the poem um, At Thy Service, you know. Um, yes. I like the start of this one, Your Foot Trodden Path. I'm going to read this one, everybody. Your foot trodden path, straight to my heart, divine in health, love truly melting, a full understanding, turning every stone, solitude for prayer, Lord, we're almost there. Finding a foothold in a dangerous journey, the wounds bruised and confused. Very, very significant. I'm just going to leave that um, verse as it is. Anybody who wants to know more about it, go and read it. What does that mean to you two at thy service? Um, we go through life, and yes, you get knocks, you get bumps, you get wounded through life don't you you do but at the same time jesus is there to help you through those wounds and you gain foothold you step in his steps you just keep looking to him you know because he's going to bring you through he's going to take you through that situation you're going through it's just so important to keep looking to him and leaning on him yeah. to take us through to through. you know the thing is life can affect you Oh, yeah. You can get, you know, as you know, you can get sick, you can, whatever. People hurt you. Uh, people say ugly things about you. It doesn't matter. Don't let those things affect you because Jesus fights your battles for you. Those are the bruises and the hurts that we take. But the thing is, Jesus is there to take them from. If we leave it to him, these things, when we carry bitterness and hatred inside us, who does it affect it affects us. It affects our health. That person that's saying ugly things about you, they're not suffering. You're the one who's, if you're going to take and let it affect you, it's going to affect you. Rather, give it to him. Let him heal those bruises. Let him heal those wounds. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of, that verse, is the famous uh, footprints, footprints in the yes. sand. Oh, sand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When... Yes you've got the two footprints in the sand and it goes down to one. And yeah. of course yeah, yeah. the person is saying, well, Lord, you left me. There's, you know, where were you? There's only one foot, you know, set of footprints yeah. in the sand. And of course he says, they are my footprints because I am carrying you at that stage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We love that. Yes, we? exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so true. Yeah, very true. So and true. that's why I wanted to include that poem because when I read it, it just reminded me of the footprints. Yes. Yes. Um, famous uh, poem verse there. I just thought it was wonderful. Well done. It is you. beautiful. Well Very done, beautiful. Tim. Thank you. Tim, um, 
I would like you to read, because I like this one as well, um, Waiting for a Miracle. And, of course, Jesus' life was all about miracles. So I thought this was a very, very important poem to put in. Would you care to read that to us on page... uh, 94. Yeah, sure. It's called Waiting for a Miracle. What were you taught when ready for time to pass? Class dismissed, diminished responsibility, ability to present a master plastered in hope and agility. Frailty withdrawn from the studies. Thought to be better than most. Post laughter, revenge wanted, sorted and salt in the wound, blazed above the bar, racing for the privilege, steering into the wind, kin in doubt about their safety, suddenly felt an arm of protection, pushing toward the shore. Before we knew it, we were home and dry. Abundance of grace and protection. Angels felt a direction and a longing for peace and life. Why that? So, okay, so this one is about our journey. Um, there's a lot of reference in my poems to the sea. Um, being on a boat, just sailing into the horizon, not knowing where you're going or what you're going to do and this this could refer to the poems as well. Um, like I don't know what what the next poem's going to be, and you travel with it. And then once you've travelled the journey, you think, ah, that's why I put that in. So yeah, and um, while you're on your journey on the sea towards freedom of eternity, um, there's suddenly felt an arm of protection pushing towards the shore so you've sailed out to the sea you've gone into the distance you've gone to the horizon you've pushed every boundary you want to push and then you think now I want peace I want peace now so we go into the shore and we're we're back in the direction of what our lives are meant to be and the difference we're meant to make not just a journey for us, but it's not just for us. Do you know what I think you put this poem in? And this is just my judgment. I think this is when you had some dark days and you put this poem in because there was there were days in your life, you know, when you felt, well, I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm at the end. Where am I going to go? And I think this poem relates back to those days. And that's why it's yeah, important yeah. to you to put in. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yes, I think because I find when Tim refers to the sea, which he does quite often, it's that sense of freedom, that longing of freedom to be free. Because going into Tim's background, the situation he was finding himself in, he wanted to break free from that illness, from that situation he was in. And so his thoughts centered towards the ocean, the ocean's wide Sailing on the ocean, you're free. You're not being held back anymore. And uh, and that's where I feel Tim is, what Tim is saying there as well. And feeling that, and then all of a sudden, like he's been at loss, he's been 
rightly, like you say, he feels that arm of protection and he's drawn back home. He's drawn back and he now knows where he belongs. Yes, yeah, so that's the sense I got. So that's why I, yeah. when I read the book, that's why I thought I'm going to include this. And that's why I wanted you to read it. I deliberately got you to read it, Tim. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, really good choice, John. Really good choice, yeah. I'd like to go to page 125, and I'm going to read this poem, everybody. It's called My Guarded Heart, and I think this is a very endearing poem. It's very sweet, it's very loving, and it's beautiful. And I like the line, there are no fears. So I'm going to read it. Mm -hmm. I see you over there with golden locks, a strong will prepared. Stare at me, I want to see the realms you find me in, purposely floating on promises, the ones you impart to me for us. Feeling the kind souls who fell along the way, tortured and tormented, we have our day. When we pray to reach the outward-seeking face, look straight at me, there are no fears. When we render here somewhat dismayed and out of place, beware my God is there. Certainly taking the force and ramming it in the bin. Where sin is gone, giving into my tasks that run wide. To catch them, I know my guarded heart has to grow. Yeah, that's another beautiful one you've chosen there, John. Yeah, you could say so much about that. My guarded heart, sin gone in the bin. Yeah. Um, beware, my God is there. So I'm talking to all the people out there who wish harm on us um, and there are people um, we don't know all who they are and um, I'm not going to go deep into it but um, yeah some of that's is once again it's protection protection over us we we're actually reading last night um, in the bible weren't we about um, when someone was told to speak Balaam, a, Balaam the prophet the prophet he was told to speak a curse over the Israelites. Israelites. Yeah. Yeah. He was told to speak a curse. Yeah, yes. it's good. And um, and when he tried to speak out the curse, all that came out was blessings. God would not allow him to curse Israel. Yeah, God wouldn't allow him to no. curse Israel. So, Indeed. Yeah. Is that amazing? Yeah. Absolutely. Um Timothy, I would like to uh, take you, and Lena, on to page 152. I'd like you to read Fellows of the Wind. Okay. Um, especially the line, because I just like this line, blow me over as you, for, as you show power in your smile. Yeah, nice. Please read it. Okay, so that's Fellows of the Wind, yeah? Yes. Okay. I sometimes... Hear you howling, but rarely I hear you singing. We used to play, it was so much fun. What happened to my friend when you revealed who you are? Hearing your call, like sweet lips forming words, in my ear I found you, sometimes dry or wet. Carrying me is a safe bet. Blow me over as you show power in your smile. Growing in stature and confidence, please let us make amends where you reign in sight of a world striving to do right. We need to trust in you and not by works. Your power and my guardian 
will solve our problems, sob for the world. Yeah. So this, this is about a journey with me and Jesus. He's, yeah. This is just me and Jesus. Um, and we're having a conversation. And he, he speaks to us like no other would. Um, there's no like dead ends with Jesus. Everything's open with Jesus. Um, it's not like a mathematical equation where you've got to do this to do this and win this. It's it's an open-ended question. Like, hence one of the reasons I love writing poetry. Also, like in, enjoyed making music and um, I used to paint as well. So it's all open-ended. There's no oh that's not right or this that and the other. So, um, poetic license, they say, don't they? So, <laughs> I do, and I'm fully aware that you know, Jesus always knows what's in you, what's in a man's heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he can say, you know, you can say something, you know, to him, and he knows that it's not mm, mm. that's what you've said, mm. but I know different. He knows what's there, yes, and it's um, the same as we sorry, no, no, it's no. the same as. It's the same as we are in life, isn't it? We go around hiding behind masks because we don't want people to see the true us, the true hurting in that. And uh, mm-hmm. so we hide ourselves from people and we show what we feel, think people need to see. You can't do that with Jesus. You know? He just knows you better than you know yourself. Yeah, and so does. that's what I find the beauty of this is. Yeah. He's, he sees you totally exposed and he just so totally loves you. Oh, yeah. Per- Perfect love for us. Yeah, that's what I thought this poem was about. That's why I got it. That's why I wanted to include it. Yeah, I, I looked at the other poems and, uh, and Rushing Waters, you know, this one sort of blew me away a little bit. I thought it was a powerful poem, so I'm going to read it. Fabulous, it's Rushing yeah. Waters, everybody, and it's on page 173 of the book. Come as you are, you are no burden to me. Striking a chord, you sum up perfectly. Deservedly, I say unto you, the power I lay in your hands, not to hurt or to choke. I have plans to build the blueprint I send to you. Drafty drafts laid under you. We are wed in no other way but a transmission of our Lord, waiting for the great day when freedom reigns. Purposely giving way to strains, letting go of the failures, Strained emotions, surrender to love. Costly figures figured out. What our Lord is all about, standing on guard. He never sleeps or slumbers. In his care, we find our places. And of course, you're referring to there when the great day arrives. Well, that's the day of reconciliation, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, that's spot on there, yeah. Um, It's about when... When God makes his final resting place and he brings um, his holy people to his, into his care. Well, he cares for us anyway, but um, into his presence, should I say. Um, yeah. You'll be raised up on the last day. That's yeah. what that's it's, about, isn't it? Yes, basically, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, it also says... We are wed in no other way but a transmission of our Lord. So the only way 
to the Father is through Jesus. It says that in the Bible. So this is a reference to that. Um, we are wed in no other way but a transmission of our Lord. So um, Jesus is our bride and we're, yeah, we're Jesus' we're bride. So um, he's drawing us in. He, he wants us to know him intimately, totally, and trust in him as well. And um, his ways are higher than ours. So we don't always know what he's going to do or why he's doing this. But after he shows the blessings, it clicks. And it's like, yeah, Father, that's why. That's why. Yeah. And uh, we just need to trust in him. Hmm. And we also need to know, he tells us, that our paths he has ordained for us. So he has laid out our life. He has planned our paths for us to walk. If we're obedient to him, we're going to walk along those paths and reap the benefits. And we don't do it just because of that. We do it because we love him. And so we want to reach out to other people to show them Jesus's love. So, yeah, I think it's, uh, and it is, it is looking forward to that day when we're going to be, all be together. Um, yes, the day of recollection. Oh, yeah. 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 I liked the... Um, the calling birds on page 181 i thought this is um like most of the poems the the three verses in these books everybody they're very powerful they're very sweet they're very to the point and they're beautifully constructed very simply constructed and that's what you need everybody tim would you care to read the calling birds i would love to the calling birds call to me O lovely one, where I ride with the sun, sing to me, O beautiful lady, never a possible or a maybe, showing how to love her song, my song, bird's song, and the peacock dances, come to me, my worldly girl, and we shall be the example to follow. What about today? Or rather tomorrow waiting here for a melody calling out across the meadows the calling birds awakened by the song of their mates come over to mine we can stay up late even past eight but come home when you are done here you always have a home to roam and call your own I think everybody, that poem sort of, you know, um, speaks for itself. But so I'm going to let you, the reader, the listener, look at it and form your own opinions, not just what uh, both um, from my point of view or from Tim or Lena's point of view. Have a look for yourself. I'm going to go now to page 188, everybody. I'm going to go to uh, the poem Together We Stand. And I'm going to read it. Concern we cause, say something, don't pause, keep your words tight, not wanting discussion or fight. Come to me, full of your delights. Together we are reasonably happy, separated we are in an empty echo. A voice in the distance and far from home, I taught you to live. Don't be alone in the crowd, mounds of joy pile up to the throat. My emptiness gone, took the right road, the high road. Answers implode like dynamite. For me, it is just too much for peace and serenity. I search the highest mountains for love and joy. 
I wish I felt love. What's your thought on that one, Lena? This, um, to me, uh, say something, don't pause, keep your words tight. Uh, not wanting a discussion or fight. Uh, this is somebody, this is a time when um, saying, come to me, full of your delights. We, uh, th there could be a time where there's sort of doubt and confusion, and Jesus is saying, come to me, come to me, and uh, I will sort of make it right. It's also, uh, we at times we feel separated. We are an empty echo. And then a voice in the distance and far from home. Jesus is always saying, don't be alone in the crowd. He is, you are never alone, even in a crowd, because at times you can be in, a, in the midst of a lot of people and you can feel really lonely. Jesus is saying, don't. Always know that I'm there with you. You are never alone. Yes. Because it's true what he says. He'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. That's so true. So, um, yes. And, um Answers implode like dynamite. And for me, it's just too much. For peace and serenity, I search the high mountains for love and joy. Well, when, you, when you're in Jesus, that is, you know, the more you get to know our Lord and the more you, you get to know his word, his word is like dynamite just exploding in you. I, I just get set off. I could start now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to behave. But <laughs> I'm like a bottle Please of Please don't go off. <laughs> and uh, just the joy, the joy of, of having God's word, knowing who our God is, knowing Jesus. You know, it's to me, it's just a mighty explosion. It's just too wonderful to contain. You know, you've got to get out there and let people know what a wonderful God we serve. There you go, everybody. That's, you know, I've given, we've given you a sample of 10 of the poems or the three verses that are in the book. And it says, you know, if you want to know more, well, go and buy the book and go and have a look yourself. But there are 200 of these poems, these freestanding verses in this book. Tim, what's next coming down the line? You're going to write some more books? OK, well, um, I finished a handwritten manuscript um, a couple of months ago. Um, I intend to bring it out as it is, handwritten. Um, I've spoken to Author House, my publishers, and um, they say they'll do it for me, which is great. Um, I sent the book over a month ago, but because of the postal strikes, um, it's taking its time. So um, watch this space. It should be out soon if we've paid for it. So it should be out fairly soon, depending on um, how long the post is going to take. Um, the publishers are normally pretty prompt and quick with what they do. So uh, there's another book coming in the pipeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's that one that I've sent to them. And also I'm currently working on a eighth book. And um, said he, he was only going to do one book, Lena. <laughs> no, uh, there we go on the eighth one, everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, Tim, who do you see as your market for your books? And more importantly, who would you like to see reading your books? I'd like to see everyone read it. I'd like to see everyone read it. There's something for everyone in these poems. It's not just a Christian, spiritual, um, religious book. It's by no means religious. Yeah. It is not religious. It's um, it's a few ideas of who Jesus is. People might be asking the question, 
who's Jesus? Why don't I know him? Why isn't he here? But it, this book is um, essentially, um, yeah, it is a Christian book, but I believe everyone can read it. Um, I don't think there's any anything in there that is derogatory towards anyone really and not obviously not towards God so these poems are they're beautiful and they're pure poems and they are written with love and um, there's too much in the media these days of negativity you see um, on on the news you know people putting down uh, Christians as being wacky and happy clappy and um, although people do say that i believe um a christian should represent god in the way that this book is written because it will give you truth but it's a joy to read as well um you don't always have to get meaning from a book i mean when i read when i read i just i enjoy the process i love reading and um I like the artistry as well, how you use words, what words you use. Um, So where can people get your book from, Tim? Okay, so there's various sources. We've got Amazon, obviously. Um, There's all six books on Amazon um, you can get from there. Um, Also, I've got a website, and you can get it directly from the publisher as well, Author House. There you go, everyone. So my Tim, Lena, thank you ever so much for coming on my show today to talk about the book, Sweet Aroma. And I've thoroughly enjoyed reading it. And um, I think some of the poems have been really sentimental. And yeah, some yeah. of them are very, very powerful. There's a really you know, serious uh, message in some of them, and some of them not so serious. And I think it's a well-balanced book, everybody. So... As I end all my podcasts, I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you're in the world. Until next time, stay safe.